Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast, a place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here's your host, Zach Small, founder of thefamilyalpha.com and co-founder of thefraternityofexcellence.com. Let's get to work. All right. Welcome back to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zachary Small. And today, we are talking about five takeaways I had from my recent week getaway at a cabin with my family, so my wife and two children, who are 11 and 8, and my in-laws, all of us in a two-floor cabin for a week. Now, for a lot of people, that would be hell. For us, it was awesome. There were no fights, no blowouts. We all left more connected than we entered. It was a great time. And I had a lot of people asking, you know, how? I could never do that. My in-laws this, my wife that, my children, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about it. I'll tell you five takeaways I had. Maybe we can get a discussion going. And if there's more you want to know, I can break that down. But before we do that, I want to talk about today's podcast sponsor, which makes perfect sense. It's PeacefulFathers.com. You know, again, Anthony Migliorino, you can find him on all social media at Peaceful Fathers. He's always talking and writing about how as a family, you can be more connected and create a peaceful environment free from spanking, yelling, slapping, frustrations, and any form of violence. So to have a vacation where we've got all these people stuck together, I say stuck, we chose to be together, but the weather wasn't, you know, amazing. It was cold, it was snowing, so it's not like we were out and running around spaced out in the woods. Like, we were in the cabin, and we had no issues. You know, and again, with an 11-year-old boy full of energy and an 8-year-old girl full of energy, plus myself and my wife, plus her parents, you know, that's a lot of people in a confined space. But because our family is filled with peace and connection, and we focus on actually communicating with one another and not just frustrating, you know, uh, emotions getting in the way, we were allowed to have a great time together and make great memories. And there were no regrets or anything that anybody left there, you know, feeling worse about another person than when they entered. So peacefulfathers.com. Go there if you're looking to better connect your family to one another, as well as improve your parenting techniques and relationship with your child. Now let's dive into this discussion because I'm I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) I never know if my family listens to these, but if they do, I had a great time. Glad you guys all came out. So let's dive right into the first one. And that is the schedule has changed and that's okay. You know, when we go places and a lot of parents can likely relate to this, you go somewhere and you have an idea as to how it's going to play out and then it never does. You know, you're so used to being in the house in, you know, you have dinners at a certain time and you have sports practice at a certain time and you're your life is on a schedule, whether you schedule it or not. You know, five o'clock is, is AU baseball, six o'clock is cheerleading, you know, whatever. For us, you know, the, the schedule is pretty consistent, but it's based somewhat around either Jackie's kickboxing, the kids' sports, whatever I have going on with podcasts. But we have our schedule. And when you go on vacation, that changes. And that's okay. Do not try to force your schedule at home onto that vacation. You're out of your element. You're in a new environment. Embrace that. Have a good time with it. You know, I relate it very well to homeschooling. When we first started homeschooling, I thought we had to treat it like school. So we were trying to have them sit at the desk from like nine in the morning until whatever, you know, to lunch. They have an hour for lunch and then we, it was just a horrible schedule. You know, I I don't remember what it was because it's changed so much, but basically we were trying to treat it the way their school was prior to us homeschooling. And we learned we had to unschool. You know, we had to break free from, 
uh, quote unquote, traditional schedules of that schooling. And the kids began to thrive and the stress was lowered. And, and Jackie and I had a much better, you know, uh, approach to it once we stopped trying to do it the way school did it. Vacation is exactly the same. If you're going on a vacation, maybe you're going to a wedding, maybe you're going to a funeral. It, it doesn't matter what you're going. If you have to take your family and leave your home to a new environment, the schedule will change. Embrace it. Have fun with it. You know, don't start getting frustrated because dinner's later than it, you're, you want it to be. You know, my dad is is very militant. You know, he can tell the time by how hungry he is. And I can somewhat too, being raised by him. But we ate at five o'clock. And we'll be the people who are sitting around at a party, you know, on vacation. And it's 5.15 and we're starving. Because five o'clock is when you eat. You know, and I've, I've learned to break myself from that. I think he has too. But during this vacation, I noticed, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, we should be eating breakfast at this time, lunch at this time. We should be doing our workouts at this time. And I had to just hard stop pull myself out of it, get that, you know, 25 miles above view on what was happening and recognize that it's okay. We can have a couple snacks here. We can do our, our, our later dinner there. You know, it's, it's not a big deal. Nobody's shooting at us. Nobody's dying. You know, there's no need to enforce these rigid boundaries that are just going to bring stress and frustration to the family unit. It's okay that your schedule has changed. Adapt to it. You know, relax a little, breathe, lower your blood pressure. Allow yourself some peace and just enjoyment. Namaste with that schedule. (laughs) All right. I thought that was funny. The second takeaway. Vacations are not designed to do nothing. Now, there was a a micro uh, pushback inside the Fraternity of Excellence when I was sharing these takeaways. And one of the guys said he could sit and relax for hours at the beach just doing nothing. And I was like, there's no way, dude. Like, there is no way I could just lay down at a beach. I couldn't lay down and read a book. There, I, the, the closest I could do to doing nothing is playing catch with, like, a football or a frisbee. <laughs> That's pretty pretty active and running around and throwing things. That's my level of vacation, though. And I realized my level of vacation may not be yours. But if you go to vacation and you're of the reverse opinion of myself where you think you're not supposed to do anything, well, you're going to have an equally frustrating time. You know, the way I would get stressed out having to do nothing is the way you're going to get stressed out having to do anything. So both you and myself need to understand there is a time and place to do nothing. But your vacation does not have to consist of a Monday through Friday of literally doing no things. If you have to do something, like maybe you have to take a work call. Maybe you have to bring the trash out. You know, maybe you've got to run to the bank real quick or to the the post office to send something out. Don't allow those micro moments of having to do something ruin your vacation. And at the same time, if you're like myself, don't be the guy who's like, what do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? You know, it's okay to just chill. Maybe we just sit down and read a book. Maybe we just literally sit down and scroll on the phone for a couple minutes and then go and and make something, you know, a puzzle. Or we had a piano at the place. We sit and play at the piano or go jump in the hot tub. You know, it. you don't have to do something to fill every moment of that vacation. It is okay to do nothing. But at the same time, it's not practical, nor is it, you know, conducive to a good vacation to literally do nothing. If you're going to go somewhere, do something while you're up there. You know, maybe it's check out a new restaurant. Maybe it's go and... You know, and again, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing maybe I'm pushing my bias. And that very well may be the case. But to me, if, you, if we went to New Hampshire, 
we went to some places up there. We did laser tag. You know, there was a, a restaurant up there that was really good. It's called Hobbs something or other. But it was wicked good. We tried it out. You know, we didn't go to like a McDonald's or a Cello's. Like we went to places that were unique to the area. And we did things and we saw things. You know, we had a hot tub. We were chilling there. And we were balancing going and doing stuff with not doing stuff. So that was the second one. The third takeaway from this trip is that standards do not slip. My kids are 11 and 8 years old. You know, I've said that a few times now. And I'm stressing the age because if they were 15 and 16, it would probably be different. You know, they're, they're more adult-like. They're more independent. You know, but they're still young and they're still kids, you know, in my eyes. I guess they always will be. But at 11 and 8, they're not old enough to really go out on their own just yet. So as they're there, you know, we don't allow them to say, yeah, you know, it's yes, it's please, it's thank you. Vacation doesn't mean your family turns into a bunch of heathens, you know, running around like banshees without rules or standards. No, you get dressed, you clean your room, you pick up after yourself. At no point did my family turn into the, like these slobs of just gluttonous fools who have no manners and are rude. We're, we're kind to the waiters and waitresses, we're kind to one another, we're connected, and again, Back to peacefulfathers.com. You know, we have a very peaceful home. Jack and I do our best to not even raise our voices. Our kids have no idea that kids get spanked. If I were to take my belt off, they would have no clue what I was doing except assuming getting undressed. So we don't have violence like that. And because we're on vacation, that doesn't mean that it's time to, to go nuts or that we're all going to yell at each other. You know, we, we are connected. And I just had to remind them a few times, like, hey, you say thank you for that. You know, say please. Don't forget, you know, to to go and help where you can, bring the trash out, whatever it may be. And my my mother-in-law actually told me this story about how when they were cleaning up, my son, he went to them and he tried to help. You know, where can I help you? How can I help you? And that was very cool to hear because he's on vacation too. My daughter is as well. And to hear that they're still trying to help the in-laws, you know, it's we wherever we go, we take our standard with us. So don't allow yourself to slip. And I'm not saying, you know, don't eat that dessert. Maybe your standard of, of nutrition, you, you have that extra cake or whatever, you know, just go and kick ass when you get home. You're only gone for a week. That doesn't mean, you know, that's three months of eating cake. But if your standard does slip a little bit nutritionally, you know, cool, you can make up for it. But that doesn't mean personally that your standard of performance as a human being should slip. So manners enforced, you know, uh, proper etiquette, proper attire, taking care of yourself, looking out for others. That doesn't slide on vacation. But you have to embody that as the parent. Don't just tell your kid to be better. You've got to be better. You got to say thank you to them. You got to say please. You know, you show them what right looks like. And just because you're on vacation doesn't mean that that changes. So that was the third takeaway: is do not let the standard slip. All right, number four, and I really enjoyed this one. I, I this takeaway was cool because I'm not like this. This sort of goes to number two. You know, where they're not designed around doing nothing. But my fourth takeaway is you don't have to do everything. So we were up there and I had every intention of snowboarding. I thought we were going to go skiing, snowboarding at the very minimum. You know, my wife, she she's undecided that she likes it or not, but I thought she would go sledding. And guess what? We never made it to the mountain. You know, the, the weather was a little weird one day and then the other day, it just, it just never fit the schedule. That's okay. I'm not looking at this vacation like, oh, it's a total waste because we didn't go snowboarding. You know, the goal wasn't to snowboard. The goal was to go on vacation with my wife, my kids, and my in-laws. That was the goal. And I succeeded in that. You know, there was a museum up there we didn't get to go to. There were a few shops up there we didn't go to. That's okay. 
You don't have to do every single thing that's there while you're there. Some things will just be undone. If you try to force it, again, that itinerary is going to be so full, you never relax. You know, and if you don't do anything, the reverse. You're going to miss the opportunity to go out and see the things and enjoy the opportunities that are there. But we made some memories. You know, we went on a really cool train ride. It drove us around the local area. And it was, I think, the kid's first time on a train. So that was awesome. You know, we did all these other things. We played laser tag, which was cool. And again, we made great memories. And we bonded as a family without force feeding, you know, all the things that we could possibly do into the itinerary. You know, there were nights where we just sat in a hot tub and watched the stars. And I was like, man, this is, this is what it's all about. You know, this is bliss and peace and happiness. And I had to take a few calls. You know, I launched Met of March, which is my 31 day challenge. That is, is freaking awesome. I'm looking forward. I'll probably have a whole podcast on that soon. But if you go to the familyalpha.com slash men slash of slash March or dash, you'll be able to see everything about that. Or just check my Twitter or social media, you'll find it. But that's a 31-day challenge that starts March 3rd. But I was launching that, and the Fraternity of Excellence opened our doors. All of this is on while I was on vacation. So I was busy, but I was still making the time to go and do the things and to get out there and to create and just be immersed with the family. So it was cool to dual wield. I love the nature of my job. I love the mobility of it. And to be able to do both those things was fantastic, which segues perfectly into my fifth takeaway. And that is, the time is what you make of it which means you decide what that vacation's about for you. You know, I could have easily been frustrated that I was launching these two things while I was on vacation, but I wasn't going to allow that to happen. You know, it's just the way the timing fell. You know, the the launch of the site, the opening of the site and the vacation all fell in the same week. And instead of stamping my feet like a child and saying, oh, this isn't fair, I decided to have a great time. You know, I was talking to my in-laws about what I do. I don't normally talk about my work, but I was like, yeah, guys, here, I'm, I'm launching this challenge. You know, I've got a link to it below. Again, if you're listening, you can check that out. But as I'm explaining it to them, I'm like, this is cool. Like they get to see this side of my life and they get to see, you know, there was, I was up until like 11 o'clock one night, just working with my website guy to get this thing launched. And it was a good time. And they were cool. They were all having a good time relaxing. And my wife was having a great time. The kids had a great, like, it was an awesome time. And for any reason, any of us could have had it just a terrible takeaway, a terrible, you know, few days together. We could have just been all pissed off and mopey for whatever reason. Oh, it's not snowing enough. Oh, it's snowing too much. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I mean, some people find reasons to hate things. We found a reason to enjoy all of it. And again, we had a great time. And that wasn't just me and my wife. It wasn't just us and the kids. It was also the in-laws. And there's sort of this stigma with the in-laws like, ugh, you know, your parents are coming. We don't operate like that. My parents, her parents, we get along. And for that to happen, you know, it's not coincidental. It takes work. You got to put yourself out there. You've got to connect. You've got to reach across the aisle. They got to meet you halfway. You know, it takes effort to have a healthy family. And if you want that, then build it. If you've got toxic family members, then build it without them. You don't, you also do not have to force a relationship, but if you want it to be there, you've got to do the work. It's not going to magically happen. You've got to let go of grudges. You've got to get over whatever issues. I mean, whatever it is in your family, you have to face it, overcome it, and then connect. And that's why this vacation worked because we had no issues going into it. If we had issues at home and then we thought vacation would make it better, you know, vacation would amplify the problems we had with one another. 
But because our home was peaceful, because we already had a good relationship with them, going to a cabin for a week getaway was a non-issue. It was not a problem at all. There are families where no in-laws are even a part of the formula and they have issues. You've got to work with your wife. You've got to work with your children daily. So when you go on these vacations, they are just great extensions of what you're doing. It's a change of scenery. It's a change of schedules, but you're still united as a family. You know, vacations will not solve your problems. They will amplify them. But if you're positive and you're connected, it'll also amplify that. So we made some memories. It was an awesome time. You know, those are my big takeaways. So the schedule has changed. Just roll with it. Vacations aren't designed to do nothing, but take time to relax. Standards never slip, especially who you are as an individual. You don't have to do everything, so don't force it or you're going to be too stressed out. And then the time is what you make it. You decide how that vacation turns out. You know, if somebody got sick, so be it. If somebody broke a leg, so be it. There was nothing that could have stopped me from having a good time with my family. And therefore, nothing stopped me from having a good time with my family. So that's it for today. I appreciate, appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm stumbling over my words. It's been too long since I did a podcast. <laughs> I've got some guests lined up for this week. So enjoy that. Subscribe if you enjoy it. Uh, the, the, the episodes and everything. You know, check out the previous ones. I had Ed Lattimore on, uh, Anthony Miglarino, Peaceful Fathers, Zuby, and AJ Cortez. So you can check those out. And then again, coming this week, I've got several more solid guests lined up to talk about a variety of things. And if you are interested in the 31-day challenge that starts March 3rd, the doors close March 2nd. The link is below. Get on it. The men are already inside and mixing it up. I really look forward to that. The 31 Days to Masculinity. It is a men's only 31-day campaign where you go 31 days together. You're flipping. There will be no stones left unturned inside your soul and life. So if you're looking to overhaul yourself, do an audit, or just put yourself through a crucible, this is your opportunity to do so. I want to thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Zach Small underscore. 